0: What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls games I was weird? What's up, yo? I was weird? Presented by DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook, fun. America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's the code? CHGO. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Big Dave is at Bow, BWL Sports. Will, the GOAT. Will underscore Gottlieb. Adult. Me. Why did you just whisper adult?
1: He's
2: been doing that. I've been doing that. You haven't noticed? No, it's the first time I noticed. You're too busy inter. inter You're you're, you're too focused. I got shit to
1: do, all
0: right?
2: Yeah. He's he's the adult. That's right.
0: I I see. It's the first time I noticed it. Mm -hmm. Thought it was real creepy. (laughs) Yeah. Good. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> follow our producer and our hero joey's path on twitter at joey's path we are chgo underscore bulls um the bulls fall what was the final one t- a lot to
2: a, little, a lot to friend. a little many
0: to a few 124 110 it didn't feel that close it really didn't that's uh coming on the heels of that ugly loss of the nuggets ugly loss again tonight <laughs> You were in it at halftime. you yeah. we were thinking, okay, the Bulls are actually one of the best third quarter teams in the NBA so far this Correct. season. Maybe we'll get this thing on track in the third. Yep. Nope. Pelicans 9-0 run in like the first four seconds of the third quarter. Yeah. And it was over after that. Bulls didn't have a comeback in them. Um, send us your comments. This is a safe space. This yes, is a group is. therapy session tonight. In, guys. I don't feel great. It's donuts. I feel.
2: Do we have donuts?
0: Opposite Do have donuts? of great. And we don't even have any donuts to make it better. <laughs> we really, really be how how are you guys doing? Because I'm, I'm struggling after watching that crap. Dave appears to be fine.
3: you ain't hearing Will, man. You ain't
2: hearing Will. He said donuts. He's I had to sneaking do the that, He's sneaking that shit in. in like,
1: he's sneaking it in. All right? He's sneaking it in. Um... <laughs> Aside from this, I'm just, you know, full of joy all the time. But my happiness ain't there because I just saw my team get their ass whooped. Full of joy, but no happiness. Yeah. yeah, No, you can't take my joy, but happiness, yeah, mm, somebody right. can take
0: from you. Don't really know how that works, but I'll okay.
1: Lie. Oh, it's a thing. Trust me. I'll break it down to you later. Don't worry. Sir. Okay. Because joy is something that is already in you. Yeah, you can't okay. take that. Happiness is something somebody gives you. Yeah. There's a difference. And they can give you happiness, and they took it from me. Look at somebody. I told you, Peck. Hey,
0: fly it up. <laughs> they told that. me
3: What? Told me what he told you the Bulls something. Oh, about he the told last me what 50. their record
0: was spanning last season, but <laughs> yes. part of it into this season, and that the team is trash. and We should all give up hope. Like yesterday, cool. Last, Thanks for telling me that. The last. Thanks for reminding games. me that you told me that.
1: <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, that, That's Joey. for you, Joey. There's one.
0: I got more hat throws for the Bulls tonight, but that <laughs> first hat throw was for you. Fly the dub. Get out <laughs> of here with that crap.
1: He's got more to come.
0: He's I
2: told to come. you. I told you so. We should do the the Mario when you get the mushroom every time he throws a when there's a new plus one hat counter. Right, yeah. <laughs> isn't that I, I a think speed we should up? incorporate that?
1: I'm just
0: dropping hats left and right. Yeah,
2: it's all
1: right. There's many more to come. Oh, but yeah, I think everything you said exactly what I was going to talk about was that third quarter, because you know coming in down five at halftime, you're like, okay, you, nope, you didn't play great. You know what I mean? They came out hot, you know what they scored 32 in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came out hot, just bla- blazing. And, you know, they kind of cooled. I shouldn't say cooled off, but they slowed down in that second quarter. The Bulls kind of got their thing together as far <laughs> as the bench is concerned. As usual is what we've seen. The bench comes in and everything kind of changes. We saw Drummond have an amazing dunk. That alley-oop that was wild. Drummond was vicious Crazy. and truly, truly mean. And it was great to see. Um, took a nice lead and then couldn't hold that lead. But you go into their five points, and you're like, okay, like you said, Matt, all right, they're one of the best third quarters. We know they're struggling in the first. We know they're struggling in the fourth. We talked about it in pregame. But in that third, we're like, okay, historically, as far as – I shouldn't say historically, but just everything we've seen this season, you're like, okay, this is a solid third quarter team. Let's get it going. Nine-on right out the gate for the Pelicans, and that was the end. And that was it. And you're right. And – Will talked about this uh, often, how last year when the Bulls would have those moments and they would get down or some shot would happen. It wouldn't matter when it happened in the game, but one of those shots would happen and then you never see, you know, they'd never recover. You know, they'd just would kind of phone in or they just wouldn't recover. That's what it was after that 9-0 run, honestly. Like, it was like, okay, all right, we tried our best, guys. Not going to have it tonight. And it kind of ran away, man. And,
2: yeah, it's getting, getting old seeing that. It was also, I think – to end the second quarter we talked you said that the Bulls have been a really good third quarter team all year and that is absolutely true they've also been really solid in the second quarter and that last like two or three minutes Trey Murphy had eight points Mm -hmm. Zach tried to go for a two for one uh had a a really bad turnover and then an offensive foul and I mean that that was like a five or eight point swing there and the Bulls I think could have had a lead going into the half instead they were down a few and then to your point I mean they just They start hemorrhaging points right from the gate. Billy has to call a timeout less than 100 seconds into the half. And, yeah, you can, like, start to chip your way back into it. But at that point, it's like the Bulls – my whole, like, larger issue with the Bulls is that the way that they are built, it's very difficult to get themselves back into games. And it's also difficult to just hold leads when teams are spamming threes and getting to the free throw line. And the Pelicans beat the Bulls in both of those areas. and. The Bulls are trying to work around the fact that they don't have shooters on this team, right? Like, they're, they're trying to get to the free throw line. They're trying to do all these things. Transition. They're getting in transition. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get more stops. They're trying to get deflections. All this stuff, great. But at the end of the day, you don't have shooting. That's going to be a problem at times. And this was a game where that really stood out. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, it? you were kind of saying it was like, even in the third one, they were trying to hang in there. And all they're getting is just, okay, DeMar got a mid-range bucket. Right. Okay, DeMar got a bucket but you're, you're scoring, too, and not getting stops and giving up threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Bruce in the comments, it, it's simple and maddening. Can't win in the NBA without shooters. This is nothing new. We've seen the Bulls be on the losing end of the three-point contest in many games so far this season. We talked about it in the offseason when that problem, which was apparent on last season's roster, was not addressed this offseason. And knew it was going to very likely be a problem tonight. Eleven of thirty-two, but like four of those eleven came in garbage time when the Bulls had lost yeah, this game. Yeah, really, it was they. They were like seven for twenty something when the game was actually mattering. Mm-hmm. Pelicans, meanwhile, seventeen of thirty-three, Yay! which is bunkers. Yeah. We were talking a pregame about how the Pelicans were three of nineteen the first time these teams played a week ago. Yeah. One of the worst three point shooting teams by rate and
3: percentage in the league. They're dead last in three point attempted per game. And it goes to show you don't have to shoot a ton, you just have to make some of them.
1: Yeah. But tonight
3: they took 33 and
1: made half of them. But even on top of that, real quick, like they were just so on fire that guys like Herb Jones, who they said was what, five of 22 coming in from three? You know what I mean? Hit back to back three pointers. He was two for two tonight. Hit back, and they were back to back. Yeah, three pointers. Murphy man. five
0: of six. I mean, just unreal, unfucking weird. And look, yes, yeah, some of that is weird variance and, and and rotten luck. I also saw plenty of Bulls not getting to closeouts and not fighting around screens to contest those threes tonight. And oh. one I will call out, and I, I saw that that Mark noticed it too. Mark put the clip up. Um, Zach Levine, Zach Levine. Defensively, not there tonight. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's not, you know, some giant shocking headline for any Bulls fans who have been paying attention. Right. We know what Zach's limitations are on the defensive end. But effort is a different thing. Correct. Don't, don't let me catch you not closing out because you don't feel like trying to close out mm. when they are shooting the three that deadly. I mean. I mean, deadly. <laughs> contest the damn three. Murphy was on you know, fire. You know what's really fun, though? on a night when the Bulls get absolutely trounced on the, behind the three-point line, uh-huh. they also did a really good job of missing 8 million layups. <laughs> How do you miss that many layups in one freaking basketball game?
2: That's two. <laughs> can't shoot threes. Can't make layups. Can't, can't do coach. a damn thing. And that's, can't do it. That's what I want to highlight, though, because I think that that's really the key here is – if you're not going to be a shooting team, you have to make up for that in some other way. Like I talked about, with transition, with getting to the rim, with getting to the free throw line. And they didn't do any of that tonight. And mm-hmm. I think they get into these situations where, okay, Trey Murphy gets on an eight-o run. Right. What do we do? Right. Uh, what can we do? What's the only thing that we're good at? Give it to DeMar and Give he'll shoot DeMar. an elbow jumper. And right. it's just, it's so difficult for him to bail them out of games when they're already down 10 or down 15. Right. Because he's not getting to the free throw line with as much regularity as he needs to True. when he's shooting those jumpers. Yes, he can get there, uh, you know, baiting guys into committing fouls or landing spot fouls, whatever. But, like, that's not something you can rely on possession after possession. When he gets to the rim, he can get there. But when he just wants to get to his shot, that shot is at the elbow. And for as good as Demar is, it's impossible to win when you're going for elbow jumpers and the other team is hitting a bunch of threes. It's just – it's a math problem.
1: You know, and I know a lot of people – you know, don't buy into the plus-minus. You, know, you know, I don't put all the stock in there. But there were only two bulls that were plus tonight. Do you know who they were? Tony Bradley and Daylon Terry. So garbage time. That's it. Garbage. <laughs> Your garbage time. Everybody else was a minus. Every single one was a minus. That's wild. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's really wild. That's what
0: happens when you get worked front to back. And I'm from a whole game. game back
1: from all. I mean, from a whole game from start to finish. Starters. You know what I mean? From from rooter to the tooter. Mm. That's how it goes, man. Southern stuff. <laughs> I'll be breaking oh will Oh <laughs> there. Um, OK,
0: I knew it was going to come out uh, eventually. Scott in the comments will be the one that, that we honor with the comment. <laughs> if you don't do anything well, it's on coaching. Mm-hmm. Is it all on coaching? It, it, was Billy missing layups tonight? Yeah, real talk. Or was that his players? Not getting
1: out to the closeout? Like, Did
0: Billy on. organize this roster and not give him any more shooters to use? Or was That's that true. his bosses and this team's front office? This is true. I, look, you can, you can make certain fair criticisms of what Billy has and hasn't done through the first 15 games of this team's season. I've done it. Sure, we, we all have. But to say not doing anything right is on coaching after a game like that.
1: Yeah,
2: like when your team isn't good at anything, what do you expect the coach to do? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Magically Joey. solve everything. Will Joey, Will
2: yeah. you put the link to Mark's uh, story in the comments yeah, so people can? Y'all, read that somebody else still need done. to read just, that. Just click the link badly. and then yeah. and then read it after the show.
1: And
0: you'll feel better. I just. But again, the 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 preparation element. Yeah. Some of that always to me comes back to coaching and sure. is certainly partly on Billy. This the other crazy part about this game, the Pelicans were playing in the second night of a back to back. Yeah, we have been the most rested team in the NBA for the past week. True, we had the game against the Pelicans last Wednesday, Mm -hmm. off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Mm -hmm. played in a stinker with zero effort against the Nuggets Sunday. Yeah, and then we're off Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, they've been off for a week with one game in the middle of it.
1: Yeah, how did toss it, Matt? Go ahead. (laughs)
0: And in the third quarter, when you start to think, okay, maybe the Pels' legs are going to run down, maybe the Bulls can get into it, the Pels are getting second and third chance scoring opportunities because they're working on the
1: boards and the Bulls aren't. Yeah. What about that makes sense? To start the game in the first quarter, I believe they got three straight offensive rebounds. (laughs) Oh, a double throw. (laughs) No, just one. Go back to the board, Joey. No, no, get that. You're not even going to get that one. Okay, all right. But through, they, I believe with the first three offensive rebounds of the game were, went straight to the Pelicans. Um, and it wasn't – in you know what I mean? I think he has just like one of them. And, and that was like the opening play, which was wild. You know what I'm saying? The opening play, offensive rebound, was an and one. Am I, am I right about that? It wasn't it an and one from Valentunis? I believe so. And, yeah, so from the beginning the tone was set uh, for the Pelicans and how they were going to do the three-point shooting – was you know just added into that, but they already were outworking you and out hustling you from the beginning, you know what I mean? And that's a terrible tone to have set for your team, man. Um, some I guess some changes are going to need to occur. When time you going, what was this, four or four, four straight games that they've lost? Uh,
0: three. three straight,
2: three, but they are one in five in their last six. Ooh, it's not fun. Not fun at all, man. And and it's hard to we were kind of joking about this earlier like at what point do we start talking about the standings? It's hard to like assign too much value into any one of these early November games. Sure. That's fine. I'm not going to like lose my mind because they lost, but it's the, it's the trends that we're starting to see move forward and one in 5, I didn't realize that. One uh out of their last 5 or one and one 5. One and last 5 six? in their last 6. Yeah, I mean that's that is not the path you want to be on. Huh? And Thank you, Joseph. Yeah, I mean it's just we talked a lot about what does what does Billy want this identity the identity of this team to be? They don't what is it, it. going to be? And yeah. right now, I just I couldn't give you an answer because they got beat uh, at the free throw line, they got beat on threes, they got beat in transition, they got beat. Uh, they lost the steals battle, the blocks yeah. battle. Mm-hmm. They had more turnovers. Like mm-hmm. what? What do you point to and say? I'm good at that. And it's Demar shooting mid range jumpers, which is exactly the problem that they ran into last year, and they just they couldn't solve their way out of it. And the turnovers. Because, I mean, it's one thing to have a turnover
1: when you're playing hard or, you know, they just take it from you or something like that. The Bulls were giving it back. Self-inflicted. Yes, when Patrick Williams got that rebound and Mm. instead of just going, he looked for DeMar to give him the ball, threw it right out of bounds. That's losing team stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not saying the Bulls are a bad team or losing like that, but that's what it looks like. That's exactly what losing teams do is those kind of turnovers right there. We saw Herb Jones just outwork Zach Levine for a steal. You know, you saw it. Like, he just outworked him, took it from him, went to the other floor. Uh, Alvarado just outworks them, period. That's, that's all he does is outwork them. Those cuts that he makes to the basket are things you do in high school. You know, this, this isn't, you know, changing the wheel like he was coming from out of bounds or nothing. Him just saying, hey, my, my post player has the basketball. Let me cut to the basket. That is simple high school stuff right there. And he's just doing that, and he's getting there, and he's scoring. So it's not they're not reinventing the wheel. Uh, I know they're a deep team and all those things, but it was very simple. It was like a simplistic thing they went in with, and they executed it normally. You know what I'm saying? Like It wasn't like, oh, my God. It's like uh, when I talk about watching uh, the Raptors or watching the Spurs, And you're seeing all that great execution happen on the floor and all these things. You're like, wow, look at that. That's amazing. It wasn't that. You know, it was just really simple. It was like, hey, he's in the post. I'm going to the bucket. Here's the basketball score. Hey, you're open for three. Here's the ball. Here's a rep screen. Score. You know, like it was simple things that the Bulls just couldn't overcome. And
2: that's what's even more frustrating about it. And that kind of makes me think about, like, whether the players believe in the – system and the identity that they're mm. trying to play to okay i think they kind of let go of the rope there in terms of trust in the process okay at the end of last year and it feels like they might be headed that way now too just in terms of what you're saying like these plays just devolve into zach trying to create something out of nothing yeah and like zach can do that a lot of times but that's not the most efficient form of offense that's right. not going to win you a lot of basketball games same thing with damar and so when you get into these situations, they need to be able to fall back onto something that they know they're good at. Yeah. And right now it's like Dragic in the second unit and DeMar mid-range jumpers.
1: Right, right, right. And that's not going to win it for you this season. You know, it's not going to win it for you this year. It won't. It absolutely won't. Um, all right, let's,
0: let's take our first uh, break here. And then break. we'll get back and uh, get to more of y'all's comments. Bulls fans, we're all upset tonight. And we can all be here for each other. Uh, I see we got some some super chat action, so we will get to those <laughs> immediately following this ad break. While we're reading y'all some ads from our friends and sponsors, do us a favor and hit that thumbs up button. Do it. I know it's a rough night, but the thumbs up button is still just right there. It's your friend. It's so easy to click. Look at it. Look <laughs> how perfect it is. Uh, Joey, do we have oh, our God. DraftKings oh. king of the game? I feel like it has oh, fun, to be fun, tomorrow. Fun. There you go. Um... DeMar DeRozan, usual self, 28, just a quiet 28, (laughs) 11 of 15, also dished
2: out seven assists. Go ahead, Will. This is like the paradox of the Bulls. DeMar is so good at what he does. Right. I don't want that to be lost in my message here. Like, look at this man. Yeah. He is <laughs> Look so at this man. good. Hey everyone. He is so good. Come see how good this man looks. But like sometimes it's <laughs> it's not like to the bulls' detriment, but when when that's all they have, like teams need to be more than one dimensional. True. Yeah. True. But god damn that guy's good. He's good. Seriously.
0: Man. He's good. Look um, at this man. Look so at this man. Th- there is your all his glory, DraftKings sportsbook king of the game. It's DeMar DeRozan. He's won that award many times already this season. Yes. Won't be his last
1: either. Will not.
0: Also, DraftKings pick of the week. We should do that Tuesdays. You guys had an HQ. Okay. And you HQers... <laughs> I don't know if you've been, you know, hitting up that DraftKings yet, but I feel like you are slacking on it.
2: We, uh,
3: slacking in the back.
2: You made some unofficial picks. I made some suggestions. <laughs> okay, I see. I see. <laughs> well, I'm looking at
0: tomorrow's NBA slate. Only a few games, but oh, some fun okay. ones. So my pick of the week, we got Blazers Nets. Okay. Blazers home favorites, but not huge. Minus two and a half. Taking them to cover. Smart man. Tatum him to cover. Okay. Kevin Durant's really good at basketball. Yeah. We still are not expecting Kyrie back yet tomorrow night's game. Right. They like, there was news today that he's maybe getting closer to resolving all the
1: Kyrie mess. And then Kevin Durant talking crazy. Uh,
0: right. And then they also, did you see that latest report of them being like, we're not sure if Ben Simmons is A, good at basketball, or B, cares about basketball. Right. And those of us who have been paying attention are like, are you just now figuring that <laughs> out, Brooklyn well, it's Nets? also
2: like, you guys have Kyrie on your team. You don't need to focus on Ben right now. Right. The drama does not need to be directed this way.
0: Yeah. So, still look, bad. you know,
2: theoretically, if
0: you look at those teams on paper, you'll be like, oh, Nets. But, but, you you can Blazers save that though. one for later when things aren't working. That's you can
2: keep that in the back pocket. <laughs> That's tough.
1: You don't even want that in your back pocket. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. You got to save the criticism. To spread it out. <laughs> spread it out over the
2: course of the season. Man, they got a lot this going is, on. This is they got NBA a lot media on. coverage one on one. Okay, give thank yourself you. something to talk about when you're really bad late in the season. That's they the go right there with the Bonnie rate. Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> one of the things that they
0: will have going on tomorrow is <laughs> yeah, losing I that. to the Blazers. I that, will. Come on, by at least three.
1: Thank you, sir.
0: Blazers Bro. minus two and a half. There's my pick of the week from DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. Come on, Blazers. Give us that draft.
2: <laughs> it's November 16th. And we're already there. Already, oh, already working there. on it. Already, already working there. on
0: it. All uh, right. Make sure you're signed up with that promo code CHO on DraftKings Sportsbook. Check out those amazing DraftKings stepped up same game parlays where you can boost your winnings up to 100%. Yeah. Plus that amazing $5 NBA Moneyline bet that will earn you $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> with promo code
3: CHGO.
1: It's a Fergie and Jesus. Yes. Classics.
3: I have been called the songbird of my generation. you right. You're
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, what time is it? It is...
3: Game time.
1: Who? Uh, I thought you were asking for real. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he eased his way. It gets nine fifty one. Tiptoe a little bit. Nine fifty one. 9 It's 9-51. The
0: Bulls definitely did not get uh, the game time memo. They
1: didn't. Joey got it late. It but was game it.
0: time, and the Bulls were like, oh, for real?
1: <laughs> Shit. Joey, game time, Joey who? Got it. There you go, Joe. It's the hottest new ticket in sight that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows It's the Game Time app, because I know that you have dreamed of sitting at that 50-yard line to watch Justin Fields be amazing. I know you want to sit courtside and watch DeMar get buckets. We know you want to sit behind home plate. You want to sit there, and you want to watch either the Cubs or White Sox do what they do. What the? Mm. Come on, White Sox. Do not let Tony LaRusso. Please, Lord Jesus, Lord. Why are they talking about this dude going to be in spring training too? Why? I'm they, sorry. I'm getting off check. No, no, no. I'm getting off track. I'm getting off check. No, focus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> floor seats at the concert. Do you want to go see Taylor Swift? Did you sit in that line for four hours online you, trying to get yourself some Taylor Swift tickets? You know I did. <laughs> I know Matt did. Well, I'll tell you what. Everything is possible with the Game Time app, y'all. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find better deals this season to see the Chicago Bulls. You just won't. And just like CHGO, it is created by the fans for the fans, and it guarantees you, your beautiful self, the lowest price possible. So if you love CHGO, and we know that you do, then you'll love Game Time. And the best way to support us is, first of all, Hitting that thumbs up right there. <laughs> Hit that right there. Quick trigger. Mm-hmm. trigger mm-hmm. Quick thumbs on the draw. quick Quick draw.
2: <laughs>
1: you <have> dead bloody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do that. Hit the like. And then buy your tickets through the description in that link, y'all. 15 million people. Join them. They have all downloaded the Game Time app and scored the best seats to all their favorite events. And guess what? You can, too. Will, what time is it? Game time? Who? Mm, why? Why
0: Why did that deserve to I wanted w- <laughs> time the hat throw with the who. Oh, okay. All right.
1: I got, a, I got a fresh stack of hats here, Dave. I got, oh, you, got a, you a whole stack? I got a stack. I got a Joey stack of hats. All right. That was another hat throw, Joey. I got to work my way through them. He tossed them. He tossed one.
0: <sighs> All right. Huge huge, uh, huge Wolves fan, me, this guy right here.
1: They've been champions for.
0: Calder what? Cup champs. Every
1: year, man. They always win. I'm glad they have three of those.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They always um, win. Diving back in to all's comments, keep them coming. We'll get to as many as we Splash. can. We got a super chat from our pal Alex who said, "I'm not sure if it's just me, but it doesn't. But doesn't it seem like Zach has been turning on the switch to score when it's too late, and that that needs to change? I don't know about that. I, yeah, I, don't I know think about that. in maybe some of these games, yes, it certainly seems like Zach has been a little hesitant at first, but tonight he seemed." aggressive in looking for shots and also trying to get to the rim what is a bigger issue for me with Zach and I'm curious what you guys think okay is that he seemed to be forcing it recently in a way that isn't quite right like he's trying to compensate for the fact that he is not his fully athletic self right now and that is obvious was nice to see him flying above the rim for that one dunk tonight we've started to see a few more of those recently but it's like he's it's old Zach, and by that I mean younger Zach, where he's forcing it into like two or three defenders trying to draw a foul, frustrated when he doesn't, and he misses a layup. That's that's shit that I thought Zach got better at than being two years ago, and we're seeing more of it this season. That's what worries me.
1: That is exactly what I thought, like what you just said, like the old Zach. Like it just really reminds me of that uh, Bulls down by 40 (laughs) and Zach – just trying to do anything to help this team wins, dribble, 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 you know, off his leg or I'm going to shoot this three, this tough three, and maybe hit it. I'm going to go to the bucket on four people and try to score. It seems like a lot of that, but without all of the athleticism because he's not all the way back yet. The When he gets to the bucket, Will, like, and and maybe you – I don't have a name for it. But when he gets to the bucket, he just keeps doing the same move. Like, I don't know the name of the move, but it's like that little drag step and going up. And it's not going up with any kind of anything. It's just I'm going up, you know, with two hands, and I'm a, and i going to yell. And hopefully i get a foul call. You know what I mean? That's all you keep seeing him do, and it's not working. And I don't know how to get him out of that because it's like he's like, I don't have it yet with my athleticism, so what do I do here once
2: I get there? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Zach is going to say he's fine that he feels good, that his legs are, you know, just still getting there. Like he's never going to admit that he is in a lot of pain. We right. saw this all last year and so far this year it's been more of the same. So it's hard to like really say what percent he's playing at, what like where his vertical is relative to where it should be, you know, if he was fully healthy. So I don't like I don't even really know what to to make of that, but I do think the comment was confusing when it said Turning it on late in games, I think what what I think is happening there is that he's starting to force it later in games. Okay. Earlier in games, I think he's playing within the flow of the offense, especially in that second unit. You don't see him really trying to just put the pedal to the floor quite as much. Right. He plays within the flow. He got a couple of nice back cuts. He got a transition layup. Had that dunk where he slapped the backboard. That nice reverse. Yeah. Um, And then was coming off a screen and and found Caruso for an open layup. He came off a screen and hit a three. Mm -hmm. Like he's playing within the flow of the offense and doing it at a really high level. And this is actually something I'm gonna have in my in my recap story. Just the watching CJ McCollum and the way that he played and operated off the ball. I really want to see more of that from Zach because I think it really maximizes his skill sets and takes away some of the things that he's not so good at, Mm. where he has to create an advantage out of nothing. Now he can just come off a screen, his defenders on his hip already. Now it's easy to see, oh, I got a four on three. Here's the open man. I don't have to, like, create a a passing lane for somebody. Or I got a a lane going downhill by myself because my guy's on my hip. Like, I can just just go. So I really want to see Zach just operate more off the ball. I think that's where he's at his best. And then, as you're saying, late in games, he starts to force it. He starts to dribble ISO. He puts his head down. He doesn't see the floor as well. Mm -hmm. It's not really, like, within any flow of offense. It's just I'm going to ISO and dribble 15 times and then pull up into a three. Or try to do what you're saying and just like attack the basket and yell like I got fouled and see if I get a call. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: Frustration in the comments, y'all. And I'm like, I get. Yeah, I'm clearly I'm frustrated tonight too. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. Like, there's there's a lot of discourse about Billy Donovan in the comments, um, trying to highlight what is what he is responsible for versus what the players are responsible for. Mm-hmm. I, I I see people in the comments asking, has Billy lost this locker room? Mm-hmm. Care care to take a stab at answering that question? No. <laughs> <laughs> Will, do you think it's possible for Billy to have lost the lost
2: this locker room? I don't think so, just because he's such a player's coach. Correct. That like I don't think he's ever gonna like nobody's gonna turn on him. What I think and I kind of alluded to this earlier, what I think could be going on is that they're not they're not quite bought into this system that they're That's that Billy wants them to play to, and m- maybe that is kind of same, same, but uh, yeah, I think I think watching them the way that the game has devolved a little bit over the course of the season, and Billy would be the first to admit, and I 100% agree with him, that last year he's just trying to find ways. Yeah, like, you get yeah. Lonzo's out, Zach is not playing at his best, Vooch can't hit a three to save his life, uh, Caruso's missing time, Derek Jones has got a thumb injury, like all these guys are out. What do you do? You say, what can we do? What are we good at? All right, Damar, go score 35. Right. Thank you, because that's all we can do. Right. And this year, I, he recognized that. I think the team recognized that they, can't just, they cannot just fall back on that again. Mm-hmm. And to me, as I talked about with Zach just starting to force things late in games, I think he, at, at a certain point, uh, allows himself to start playing that way. Mm. I think the Bulls allow them start, themselves to, to fall into that same trap of, DeMar, just go bail us out. And I don't think anybody actually wants that to happen, but at a certain point in the game when you're down 15, it's like, well, what do you do?
1: And, and I think there's a difference um, between losing the locker room and not believing in what you're running. And with Billy, I, I think if they're not believing in what they're running and then they just want to change it to get better, that's, that's different. Losing the locker room means I don't care what you change it into. You know what I mean? Like we ain't running anything that you talking about, period. That's why I'm like, no. <laughs> like that's why I'm like, that's he's not losing that locker room specifically for what wills just say. He is a player's coach. That's what he is. That's what he does. Now, you can tell he's getting frustrated just by looking at the hair that's growing on his face and the way he's chewing that oh. gum. You can see that he is getting damn frustrated with this because he, he's got facial hair that looks like he's got a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it looks like. You know, that dad is just like, ah, I'm yeah. going to lose the house. Ah, throw it yeah. back. That's the facial hair on Billy Donovan right now. He's frustrated. And, I'm, and the team looks frustrated. We saw Zach – I mean, not Zach. We saw DeMar come out that game in that fourth quarter. <laughs> Snap. Matt Peck snapping. You know what I mean? He was peck angry. He was pissed. He was peck angry. If and he were wearing a hat, he would have he thrown would it. He would have thrown it like that. Another one. Another one. That's what you should put up there, Joey, is a picture of DJ
2: Khaled <laughs> saying no, another
1: one. I <laughs> Like doing like this. I veto that idea. <laughs> You just don't like fun.
2: But I love as, no. I
0: I, I as love as fun. I don't it's like left DJ Khaled.
2: There's another one back. On
0: there's his another head. one, but it's perfect. A man needs a pillow for his feet in courtside NBA game. Wasn't that, that is not my man. That was funny. Kind of works
3: though because it's for your anger segment. So that's you know, yeah. like you're gonna be pissed anyway. So he's gonna be pissed anyway, right? No. I'm you remember. know,
0: you know the real reason I don't like DJ Khaled.
1: I don't remember actually. Why you don't like DJ? It's it's something is it his basketball skills.
0: Well, that no one should like him for <laughs> his basketball skills because they're not existent. Okay. No, it's when he admitted in that interview that thing he doesn't do.
1: Oh, you remember God. what I'm talking about? That's why you hate him. Yeah, that's oh, not that's on, not a real man. that's not man, a, that
0: is not a real man right there. That is there.
1: not a reason to hate him. Yes, it is. No, it is not. I
0: certainly don't respect him.
1: <laughs> okay, that's fair, but you don't got to hate him for it. Just, that's well, just yeah. what he does.
0: Between that and not really caring about his music at
1: all, <sighs> but that. You know he just got Come nominated on. for a Grammy for his album. Just Good for him! Just telling you, just telling you. Just wow. Telling you. I don't think he should have. I'm just telling you. But, sorry, Will. <laughs> he can win Grammys, but he can't do that. Come on. No, let it go. <laughs> let I wish I knew go. what you guys were talking about. No, you don't. <laughs> <I wish laughs> you do not. You do we, not. We can continue
0: that conversation on our CHO Bulls after, after Dark. Darn, episode. Yes.
3: <laughs> Wait, I really want to know what DJ Khaled did too. No, mm, you you're, don't. You're too young, Joe. You
0: do, you don't. <laughs> You know, you know, Uh Okay, so Shaq in the comments asking a, an interesting question, saying, I'm curious what y'all think uh, Lonzo will be able to do for us when he comes back. Because there were people in the comments saying, hey, man, this is an injured team. Some others saying injuries aren't excuses. I, I will say this, and I know our guy Mark K is not a huge believer in Lonzo being a fix-all for this team and yeah. not being that important of a piece to this team. Yeah. I still disagree with that. I still think that Lonzo Ball is the best two-way player on this roster. Mm. You know what he can bring you with the three-point volume and efficiency. Yeah, Everyone in the comments is talking about how this team's offense is so damn slow. You know who would speed it up? Lonzo Ball. <laughs> and we talk about the flawed defensive players on this roster, including some of the best Offensive players, whether it be Zach or DeMar or Vooch, it's the same story, people. You know who was masking lots of their mistakes last season when he was on the floor? Lonzo freaking ball. I'm not sitting here trying to convince you guys that Lonzo ball is a fix all, but him not being here really effing matters. Yeah. Because you saw the Bulls making the best of some, you know, slightly flawed pieces of a puzzle when they jumped out to that crazy record last year. People who think it's a coincidence that they fell off a cliff when he got hurt. I don't know what, what What did Lonzo need to prove to you with his what he did when he was playing versus what they looked like when he wasn't playing to still wonder why they need him. Yeah. This is why they need him. A team that can't shoot threes, doesn't play great defense, and can't get any pace going offensively. I just told you the three best things that Lonzo Ball does.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> he can't even, yo. A swing, <laughs> and a, miss. a whiff. He whiffed it. <laughs> he whiffed a hat throw. Oh, yeah. That's that's because his arm hurts. The man has been throwing hats since 7 p.m. <laughs> He's
2: like, come on, what do you want from him, people? He's going to walk out of the studio with one of those giant ice bags <laughs> that Pedro's <Avengers> wear. <laughs> Like, like like an
0: aging
1: Kobe Bryant in the right. 2010s. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Just wrapped in ice. Oh, my goodness. I knocked you it know, off my it's head. Behind, my it's backwards. literally behind him, literally. There you go. Because he's tall, he can reach back and get that. That was. And he has two on his head because you know both of them are going to go flying anyway. So, yeah, it's what it is. Ugh. But he's right. I mean, Lonzo is vastly important to this basketball team. I don't think anybody – is debating that. You know what I mean? He is incredibly important. What I always agree with Markay on was saying if Lonzo's the reason you're not winning and the reason your team is, then you have other issues. There's bigger issues at hand here if that's the case. Um, But the Bulls need him. This is a fact. And just things need to calm it down, need to relax it. And Lonzo's good at those kind of things. But I still think they have other issues. You know what I mean? Lonzo solves a lot. But they they definitely have some other issues out there, man. Right. He doesn't solve
0: everything. Yeah. When was not trying to say that. I yeah. just, like, he's a very valuable piece. they' You
1: clearly notice they're missing right now. Incredibly valuable. Incredibly valuable. But, man, they, they need more. Like, it's something else like that that must help. I don't know if they have it on the team. I don't know if they have it on the bench or not. But they've got to make some changes, Will. Three in a row with how they've looked and even just in games that they've played that they might have pulled out victories in. We still were like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, didn't inspire, like, you were like, oh, man, okay, team, let's go. We
2: got it right here. It didn't inspire that. I do think this is a period of time where, and I want to be clear that I'm not talking about blaming Billy, but I'm just curious to see what his response is going to be mm-hmm. because the knock on him in previous stops is that he is, isn't as good at making adjustments. Now, I know yes, those have been answers. specific yeah. to, like, playoff mm-hmm. matchups, right? Yep. Like, over the course of a playoff series, you've yep. got to change what you're doing to – adjust and Correct. whoever adjusts better is going to win that series. But like we've now seen, okay, three in a row games where it just has not been good. That's mm-hmm. only three games over the course of the season, over the course of a season. Of a season. But it's season. a, it's a a progression from what we saw last year. I know the record does not, yeah, you know, over, uh, doesn't like lead into this year. Yeah. But is there going to be something that changes? Maybe it's a lineup thing. Yeah. Maybe it's a style of play thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, Back to the Lonzo question, like, you just, we cannot wait around for Lonzo, even if he was going to be this savior, which I 100% don't agree with. Mm -mm. um, We've seen how long it's taking Zach to get back from a very similar, if not same, procedure. Okay? Lonzo's missed almost a year of basketball. They're not going to just throw him in there and let him play 36 minutes and let him shoot 42% on seven threes. That's just not how it's going to work. He's mm-hmm. not going to be the same player that he was. They're going to have to ease him into it. Sure. Um, of course he helps. He's an elite, elite, elite defender. Mm-hmm. He's an elite shooter, mm-hmm. and he's an elite ball mover. All things that the Bulls need, to your point, Matt. But, uh, I mean, they've also got bigger problems.
0: Right. And I, and I think the the fair criticism, or at least question, when it comes back to Billy, because that is – the thing that everyone in Bulls fan, you know, fandom <laughs> wants to talk about right now is yeah, okay, you're missing an important piece. Yeah. That being Lonzo. What what in this stretch of games from when he went down last season to now with a similar roster mm-hmm. uh, other than throwing, you know, Drummond and Dragic into the the second unit rotation this season has Billy done to counteract or change the strategy, mm-hmm. not having said important piece,
2: but I think that's that's the important distinction. That's, this is like where the the tr- maybe you're just gonna get to this, but this is like where the, the difference of opinion starts. The fork in the road. Fork in the road. Thank you. And like to me, it's clearly a roster flaw. You cannot like just say start shooting a bunch of threes. We saw what happened in the Buck series. They shot like fifty threes in a game. That did not go very well because they don't mm-hmm. have shooters. Mm-hmm. The Bulls do this now, and Io steps on the sideline driving instead of shooting a, a wide-open catch-and-shoot three. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and I think you're right. I think that that's kind of where there's a, a disconnect between Bulls fans right now who are disagreeing on whether or not Billy is the main problem, the mm-hmm. crux of this team's slow 6-9 and nine start. Yeah. Um, I tend to agree with you in that it is a roster construction problem mm-hmm. and that this these adjustments that some Bulls fans want to see Billy make with the pieces he has at his disposal mm-hmm. aren't quite there. Yeah, uh, you- and, and, you know, like uh, our our guy Mark, I saw, Mark, you pointed out in the comments that, you know, this team's three-point rate was still pretty darn bad. When Lonzo was healthy and playing. Yeah. And that their defense was middling, middle of the pack, when he was healthy and playing. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Joey. That's mm-hmm. the comment I was alluding to. So, yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> Breathe.
0: It's a flawed roster. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what some Bulls fans want Billy to be doing differently right now, other than some suggestions I've heard, which are like, start Drummond instead of Vooch, or... I, I did see someone in the comments tonight. Dave yeah, suggest shoot,
2: shoot less threes. That would, um, that'll
0: help. Maybe you know swapping
1: Io back to the second unit. Do you do you want to address that? Yeah, I saw that too. Um, it's not something I'm against. Only because when I've seen uh, Dragged in for the limited time that he's been in, it's probably been what two minutes, two three minutes, like total. When the two games that I've seen him in, I just like the way the ball moves. You know, again, incredibly small sample. It was just the fact of I like the way the
2: ball actually You're talking about Drogic with the starters? Yes,
1: when Drogic was in with the what starters. Um, because when he got it, Drogic moves pretty well without the basketball. And when that was happening, things happened differently for the team when somebody's constantly moving and actually being a threat out there. And also, Dragic's three-point shooting has been on point uh, this season. And you need shooters. And the Bulls need that drastically uh, out there. They need that three-point shooter. And the other reason is I know Ayo is strong enough mentally to where if something like that happened, he's like, all right, you know what I'm saying, I don't like it, you know what I mean? But he's strong enough mentally to handle stuff like that, you know what I mean? Now, he's going to still have, in my opinion, opportunity to continue to grow and get better within the starting lineup Uh, because, again, he got off to a really great start. (laughs) He really did. He got off to a really excellent start. And I thought he did some things early on in this game that I really, really enjoyed, like that move he made on McCullum when McCullum thought a pick was coming and I mm-hmm. just went straight to the bucket and hit him with that layup. Like, it's great. But it, for me, it was just the shooting. You know what I mean? It was just the shooting that's off and the ball movement when Dragage is in. Because you see Dragage when he comes in with that second unit, the main thing they do is move the ball very well. And that's how it works. And it, looks, it looked even better, especially when guys like Caruso are hitting threes. So it looked a little bit better as well with that. But, yeah, again, like i continue to say about Billy, he's never been beholden to any lineup. Period. And so, yeah, if they've never been beholden to any lineup, he'll try anything to see if it works. You know what
2: I mean? If it works, cool. If it don't, cool. Yeah, the, the lineups with Dragic, Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch, and then one of the power forwards, whether it's Caruso uh, going small, Javante, Aya going small. So lineups with the big three of Zach, Damar, and Vooch alongside Dragic are Plus 25.3. Mm. So really good, but super small sample. And yeah. 32 possessions. Yeah. So uh, the only time I can actually really remember seeing that lineup is to close the game last Wednesday against the Pelicans. Yes. Uh, and I believe it was Caruso in there. Mm. Um, yeah, I really like that. I think the trade-off though, is, you know, you have Damar, you have Zach, you have Vooch. Like, the ball needs to go through one of those three.
1: Yeah. And so yeah. when you
2: have Dragic in there, the reason that that second unit is so good is he's the one that's facilitating. He's getting the ball uh, ahead in transition. He's hitting those those passes. He's getting, you know, guys, easy lobs in pick and roll with uh, mm. Derek Jones and Javante mm. and with Drummond. And if you take him out of that lineup, yeah, the, the second group probably suffers. But does it balance out with how much more that would help the first unit? And I'm yeah. not sure, to be honest, because you're taking the ball out of Demar and Zach and Vuce's hands. Mm. Now, maybe that would help exactly what I'm talking about, where... The Bulls' first option, second option, third option is all Damar, Demar, Demar. Right, correct. Does does bringing Dragic in there help you? And and based on the super small sample, it looks like it does.
1: But they, but if you – and I think that offense is kind of structured to somebody who can get everybody in their position and move better without the basketball because that's honestly Lonzo. Yeah. So I think there's, they're structured to that that kind of thinking, that kind of way. And if that's not out there, then they're like, well, give me the ball. I'm taking over. You know what I'm saying? And that
2: that's something that Billy has talked about a lot over the past week which is really coaching up Io and helping him understand the progressions as a point guard. Mm, uh, mm. And, and we were kind of talking about this before, where a lot of times he'll enter the ball on the wing and then go stand in the corner. yeah, And, and understanding how to initiate different sides of the offense, different you know sets within it, attack mm. different matchups, understand where the defense is starting and where to initiate based on that. Yeah. Um, this year, and, and what I really appreciate about Dragic is... I feel like he's given me a new understanding and appreciation for the importance of a true point guard. Point guardsmanship? Some point guardsmanship on this roster, you might even say. Because in the past, it's like, well, get Kobe and Zach out there and they'll, they'll score and make something happen. Yeah. Let's get, let's get Chris Dunn out there. Let's teach him how to oh, be a point whoa. guard. And it just, it doesn't, <laughs> whoa. but this is what I'm saying. It doesn't work Short, that way. Short-circuited
0: my brain, Will.
2: <laughs> All right. Like, let's get Shaq Harrison out there. Oh. Let's get Sean. Kippa. It oh, doesn't, why you know, doesn't work no. that yeah, <laughs> no. Yes, come on. <laughs> go ahead. Will. It doesn't work that way. You need somebody who's really good at it to do that. And and you, I, I feel like I'm seeing the benefits of that for the first time yeah. in years with Dragic. And so, yeah, maybe maybe that is something that you look at. Uh, I think the defense would suffer without Io but uh, in the starting group. But maybe it's Patrick who comes out and Io stays and you go small. Maybe it's Caruso mm. and Dragic, the way that this uh, – This one unit was really good. So I don't know, but it does feel like we're nearing the point where whether it's a rotation or Mm. something stylistically (laughs) needs to change (laughs) because, I mean, they're one in five in their last six. That's not very good. I do like the fact that they're six and nine. Like honestly, when I when I speak about them, I
1: it feels like I was like I always have to check the record. It is the best you know sub five hundred record you can have. I'm just saying I always have to check it and be like, are we four and eleven? Like, oh no, we're six and nine. Okay, all right, yeah, all right, six and nine. I, I'll breathe a little bit easier. But it again, we, this is why we're saying all this because we realize it ain't good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Not we realize cha- things have to change and they definitely have to play better, man. Because. Just your schedule and anything you play. And we talked about this before the season. I don't care who it is that you're playing. Like, no game is going to be easy this season. We saw how hard the East is, man. We know how hard the West is. It's, nothing's going to be easy, man. So that's just what it is, bro. Um, all right. We'll get to a few more of your comments Bendy, uh, You're right.
0: to wrap up tonight's you're show right. in just a minute. One more quick break for our friends and sponsors. While we do that, hit that thumbs up button. We got 230 plus watching what on else? YouTube. Give us some of them thumbs. Some of them thumbs. Dave, tell the
1: folks about the uh, rays that are shady. The rays that are shady. You know what? I'm so glad you said that. Joey, let me talk to you for a second. I know you get upset, Joey. And I know this. And I know you get upset, you know, because sunglasses are so damn expensive. I've seen it in your eyes. You get upset. You say, damn it. I'm tired of paying this money for these sunglasses, right?
3: You can usually see it in my eyes when I'm not shielded with world-class, you know, optical clarity. Optical, he's, this is my point, man.
1: You know who else feels like you, Joey? Shady Rays. They feel that way. And they say, you know what? We're tired of Joey having to break the bank to get these glasses. <laughs> We're going to give him some premium polarized shades featuring that world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle.
3: A-tay. A-tay, Oh,
1: Shady Rays, baby. The best part about it, they got the most insane protection program around, y'all, in all of eyewear. And I like to call it the Matt Peck Lost and Broken Replacements Plan. (laughs) If you lose or break your shades on day one, you know what they told us? They said, Matt Peck, you're going to get yourself a brand new pair. All right, that's two whiffs for Matt. You're getting out of control now, Matt. All right. Getting out of control here. Getting out of control. Don't worry about it. Oh, don't worry. (laughs) It's going to be all right. But anything that happens to them, day one, they will replace them for you. 200,000 five-star reviews. That is what Shady Ray has from their customers, man. Just a wonderful, wonderful company that also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That is something awesome and amazing. So, here's something exclusive for all the listeners out there. Shady Rays is one in their deepest deal of the season. Use that code CHGO for 50% off. Two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That is a buy one, a get one free. Matt Peck, what they call that?
0: Bogo.
1: That's a Bogo for the Lolo, a 50 4 for show show. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest And best shades at Shady Rays, where the Rays are shady.
0: Today's episode also brought to you guys by our friends at FOCO. Foco. Chicago, we've got you covered with the best coverage of your favorite teams. Uh, So get fitted out in the best sports gear around mm. with FOCO. FOCO has you covered from Soldier Field to the Madhouse, from the north side to the south side, with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads. You hear that, Jake? Bobbleheads. Bobbleheads. Stay and away, Jake. Everything in between. Get decked out like tomorrow with apparel from the like leader in sports, merch, and collectibles. That's FOCO. Looking for the perfect <laughs> gift for the football fan in your life? I am. FOCO's got you covered. Shut up. With hoodies that fight that Lake Michigan breeze. We were at the Bears tailgate this past Sunday. Oh, there were breezes. Layers. Layers were needed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Felt good. Um... I you know, I just drew, we just drew names for our Family Secret Santa okay. like a couple of days ago. So I know who I have now. Okay. I'm going right to Foco. You know right to what to do. Right to Foco.com. Mm. Check out their amazing inventory. That's F O C O dot com. And if you use promo code CHGO when you check out, mm-hmm. you're gonna get ten percent off that order. Dan. So what are you waiting for? Do that. Foco. Dot Foco.
3: com. Ugh. Um, the way Big Dave drinks death makes me want to try some death. I like that. <laughs> I like people are just calling it death. death. Yeah,
2: I'd like to try some. death. I like the fact that I am inspiring people to drink water. When we were first, <laughs> when we <laughs> were, uh, when we were about to start our show with Io the other day, mm-hmm. I was walking over with my with my death, mm-hmm. and he goes, "What do you know about death?" He did. <laughs> what you know about that? I was death? like, I don't know, man. I just have a You Know about that, young fella? That's how he hit you with it. What you know about what
1: that? You know about oh death? my goodness! You know about death, man? Murder your thirst. <laughs>
0: Murder your thirst, <laughs> as opposed to obey your thirst. As opposed to which obey, which was it. a sprite tagline. That is right? correct. Correct. They're Don't going obey the it. opposite direction. No, no, no. Don't obey. Don't
1: obey it. it. Murder <laughs> it. <Get> stab <laughs> it in the face.
2: In the face. <laughs> in the face. In the
1: face.
0: Um, all right, y'all. It's it's clearly <laughs> it's clearly a Billy Donovan night uh, in the comments. Um, shout out to our guy Mark K., who He's, is Mark fighting Kay. in in favor of those of us who believe in sanity and watching basketball games with our eyeballs. <laughs> Because there's somebody in the in the comments named JoJo who's saying, like, I'm hey so Jojo. sick of, of Billy not making any adjustments. Didn't make any adjustments. He's been here for three years. Didn't make any adjustments. Mark Kay comes flying in saying his rotation's changed tonight. He played new lineups which haven't been together. Correct. They went to the zone defense when man wasn't working. Correct. Was that enough adjustments for you? And then Mark just said, watch the game. <laughs> now,
3: look. This is Mark. This gif at every, times every, every, Joey, that's, exactly show. every show. Yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. Every single post game show. Yeah,
0: exactly
1: what I was thinking, Joey.
0: <laughs> um, Come on, it's you know it's true, or at least in my opinion, it's true, and the, and Mark is is on the correct side of that, at least for tonight, being an example, because I'm with uh, sometimes from game to game or in games, I can be frustrated with Billy not making the adjustment I want him to make. Mm-hmm. That is valid. Yeah, tonight. He tried a bunch of different stuff. He did. And nothing worked. Uh, and then I also saw... I th- where did that other great comic go? Um, where, where, where did it go? Show
1: yourself! It was from
0: Joe yes, it was. Ah, I, uh, it I was found from it. Joe the Blacksmith. Joe the Blacksmith, who said, you can't adjust for being undersized. Mm. You can't adjust to being bad at shooting threes. Mm. You can't adjust for needing to play fast mm. when your best player is at his best when he slows down. Mm. All astute points, Joe the Blacksmith. These are all Thank backs. you for taking time out of your busy blacksmithing day <laughs> to hang out with us here on Bulls postgame and shed some light and some wise points.
3: Oh. I, I think this is actually a great question here. Sure. Drew, how should us real Bulls fans feel after the last couple weeks of the Bulls performance? Please advise, LOL. You guys are real Bulls fans. Sure. You guys are acknowledging there are reasons to be concerned. Yeah. Tell the people how they should feel.
1: I think right there, Joy. I mean, there are reasons to be concerned. Uh, I don't think it's time to jump off of a ledge or anything like that. Uh, I'm going, again, it's not time to throw a hat or It's anything. not time to throw a hat. Your team is 6-9. and nine. Nice. Just, so you should still be chilling a little bit. You know what I mean? But you should still, you know, know what you're looking at. You know what I mean? And be like, okay, well, this is the issue. This is the issue. This has to be resolved. You shouldn't be ready to just destroy everything <laughs> and throw it all out. So, Yeah. Be cons- you should be some concerned. you could be upset i mean you see this place is littered with hats over here it's right to be upset when your team is losing like that and they don't look good when they're losing that way but being six and nine and knowing that it's early in the season and i'm getting this done now is one of the reasons why i have some okay i'm chilling right now because i saw what it looked like last season to get off to an incredible start and then fizzle out at the end and that sucked much worse than this
2: real talk yeah, but it also kind of feels like, I don't know if I'm just reading into it too much, but it feels like Read. they're almost banking on, well, last year it was really good and then really bad. So maybe yeah. if we're really bad at the start of this year, <laughs> ipso facto, <laughs> we'll be really good at the end of next year. I can't and
1: say, I won't believe that that's some, the strategy. I, mean, I hear some st- Sound
2: logic there, <laughs> William. I think that's what the we need to be careful kind. about. There are real issues with this team. Mm-hmm. Um... We've laid them out here tonight sure. and, and other times. Yeah. Uh, and that's okay. Like, this team is not going to win a championship. I don't think anybody thinks that they're on that level. Mm-hmm. But to to see them stagnating or getting even worse, I think, is a reason to be upset. Mm-hmm. That's totally allowed. Uh, we also, you know, we do need to give them time to try to sort this out. Sure. And to your point, Dave, they have time to do that, right? Yeah. This isn't like the last 15 games of the year when they're just realizing Lonzo's not going to come back. Right. Like they they have time to work through this. Now it might not be a lot of time because as as the way hmm. the East sort of shakes out, teams could really pull away. But I think they really only have one. Like they've set their direction. They're not gonna they're not gonna blow it up in tank. Right. Like they're going for it here, and they just need to continue to to work through some of this stuff. And there's gonna be growing pains. That's just the case. I mean, this is not the Warriors. This is not you know the Suns are like. Any of these elite teams, the Celtics, whoever, uh, teams take time to, to grow through stuff. And I think that's what you have to hope for.
0: As far as the question of how Bulls fans should feel, you know, I think for the most part, you guys are right on. Um, Scott in the comments said, you have to have urgency. The playoffs are slipping further away nightly. <laughs> Whoa, Scott, yeah. let, me boy, t- let, me, let me tell you two facts right now. <laughs> let me tell you two facts. The Bulls are currently two games back of the sixth <laughs> and final avoid-the-play-in playoff spot. Two games back, Two. 67 to go. Damn. Two games back, 67 to go. So you're saying there's a chance.
3: <laughs> two games back, 67 to go. Think about that. Just relax a little. Wyatt, Big, da- uh, Big Dave, Wyatt wants me to remind you that Lori is home. Mm. He's the fat. We we all know
1: this.
0: Yes. Big Dave is the first person to tell us all this before he even played a single game. This is true. Big
3: Dave saw all of this coming. Well. All of it. It's true. He's been saying it for
0: months. Well, I do think I needed to just give Scott, in particular, a big fat chill pill with that take. Urgency! The playoffs are slipping away, dude. It's fucking November. Um, (laughs) I I will say, I mean, my answer, my version of that answer of that question, I mean... I feel however you want to feel. Um, How do you feel, though? I feel worried. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Mm. That we, we thought that we saw the flaws of this roster when we talked about this team all offseason, yeah. gearing up for this season, and some of the flaws of this roster are right there staring us in the
2: face. Yeah. They are who we thought they were. Yeah.
0: They are who we thought they were. And look, mm-hmm. we all thought they would be somewhere around a 500 basketball team. Maybe slightly over. Not yeah. as
2: bad as they were at their worst. Not as good as they were at their best. Right. I think was and the it's the definitely
0: disheartening right. coming off of these two takes, we'll most go. recent games. You play like ass with no effort against the Nuggets, a very good team in the West, that blows you out. You get two more days to recover from that, to bounce back from that. We heard a lot from Billy and some of the you know, the leader kind of players on this team after that terrible effort to say, how do we come back from that? Yeah, And then you play like that tonight? Yeah. I'm concerned tonight. I'm disheartened. I'm concerned. I'm worried. Clearly, I've thrown a lot of hats. Um, (laughs) But I'm trying my best to not go full on, blow it up, fire, Billy. Playoffs are not happening because that's, you know, it's crazy. In my
1: opinion, right now, that's crazy. And and I think the East being so bunched up also is another reason why I'm chilling. Like, guys are still figuring it out, too. We all – everybody had – uh, Cleveland in the NBA Finals when they started out 8-1. and They've lost five straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a long season, man. Like, it's just a long, long season. And I'm just – I'm not in the freakout business this early, 15 games in, bro. Like, it's just way too early. And I still don't know who this team is yet. Like, they're still are trying to find out their identity. And the only identity I've seen, like you keep saying, well, is, well, DeMar's here goes the ball and go score There's another identity there. Um, And I'm just waiting to see it and how it comes out. I'm waiting to see the adjustments that are going to be made because I'm telling you Billy is going to make those. And it's funny, again, just to touch on that point, um, that was being said earlier about Billy Donovan and adjustments. It was one of my biggest flaws about him, man. When we weren't locked on, I talked about that. And I said, well, my biggest thing was about his adjustments in the playoffs, but it's not something I was worried about. At the time, I was like, because the Bulls don't even know how to walk yet. And for the record, you know I actually I mean?
2: liked the adjustments that he made in the Bulls playoff series. Yes,
1: that's what I was getting to. That's what I was getting to. Because I was telling him, dude, I didn't, I, I didn't care then. You know what I mean? I was like, they don't know how to walk. I'm like, I'm not worried about running yet. You know what I mean? It's not my concern. And once they got to the playoffs and we saw the adjustments he made because of the team that they had, you know what I'm saying? And the adjustments he had to make to get a win. Actually, could have had two wins against uh, Milwaukee which was crazy, which winning was like winning what a, a playoff series, really <laughs> one of those games was like winning a playoff series. So I saw the adjustments that he made there. I had issues earlier this season with adjustments he was making in the fourth quarter or lack thereof uh, adjustments that he was making. But overall, a million times I've said he's not beholden to any lineup. That's an adjustment. you know what I'm saying? As somebody's not uh, scared of change and not scared of trying new things. That is definitely an adjustment. Those are things I didn't see him do previously. That I'm seeing him do here in Chicago. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with Billy Donovan. I don't know why everybody's losing their mind about getting them rid of fire and all this other stuff. That's wild to me. But, man. The thing that I always come okay. back to when I ask myself that same question,
0: Dave, is mm-hmm. that, like, I, when I'm struggling to understand how some Bulls fans think when they, after a couple of bad games, are saying this team sucks, they're not going anywhere, blow it up, throw in the towel, not making the playoffs, fire the coach mm-hmm. – it all stems from fans who are passionate about mm. winning sure. and want nothing more than to win. Sure. And that is the greatest thing sure. about this fan base is that there are a bunch of Bulls fans out there who care as much as we care mm-hmm. and are frustrated when this team does not perform up to the standards that this iconic franchise has set for themselves. Fair point. And, you know, hey, sorry, Jerry. Michael's long retired but we still want championships. So deal with that.
2: It's only been 25 years, man. Dude. 6 of them thanks.
0: 6 of them thanks. Six of them I thanks. want 6 more. I do. I want 6 more. I want more. Than um but no, I'm I'm not throwing in the towel on a season when the Bulls have two games back of a playoff spot yeah. and 67 to play. And if you think that that's overly optimistic of me, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Call me overly optimistic. <laughs> Most Bulls Never. fans don't like me think I'm too <laughs> I'm about pessimistic. To say, I'm,
1: Words I've never heard about There it that. is.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Hopefully the Bulls can bounce back uh, in a big way. They got Orlando you in, in town on Friday after they are off tomorrow.
1: That That is a game you got to win. That's, again, I still think that's going to be a tough one because of the size differential in that one. That is a long, tall team, man, for real. And former Bulls players usually play well when they come back and play. Because Wendell always has played well against the Bulls when he's gone against his former team. So, should be interesting to see. But, yes, I want some fire from the Bulls. That's what I want. I want some fire, dog. Like, I want that effort. I want – dude, I want
2: the fire from the beginning. I want it. Fight somebody. I don't care. I want the fire, yo. I think we probably hit an hour now, so we maybe want to talk about this another time. But, like, do, what do you guys make of the fact that they have had such little energy in so many straight games and all they've done is talk about, yeah. oh, we're going to come out with energy. Just, just wait Just wait and see. It's
1: weird. Like, like you weird. said, they they see it, they know it. Okay, let's do it. And then no, and that's weird because it's not like saying, "Yo, we need to get up more shots," or you know, "We need to uh, uh, play better D" or something. We're just saying, come out with some in, in- some uh, energy. You know what I'm saying? Some ah, you know, show us you're alive kind of situation. And false watch. that's <laughs> and that's something that's internal. You know, that's something you control. Like, you can you can do that just by playing hard, you know what I mean, and doing stuff like that. Now, I think there are a couple guys that have turned up their energy a little bit. Honestly, I think Patrick Williams' energy has been better uh, in these past few games. I really do. But overall, just as a the starting unit, man, it's like once those teams start going on those big old runs like that, mm-hmm. their energy just dissipates, and it goes away. And it's like, like, well, we tried the energy thing, so – Demar, everybody, Demar, it's, it's Demar. Okay.
2: Absolute <laughs> failing in adversity. Yeah. And this is what we've talked about. You mentioned it a couple times today already. Like when something bad happens, they shut down. And yeah. when they shut down, they resort to Demar, and that's it. Yeah. And like Billy has done nothing but talk about why that's not going to work and what the team needs to do in order to not let that happen since last year. Which is why I place no blame on Billy for for any of the stuff. Like he is the mm-hmm. one that gets it. He's trying to coach into these guys, but at a certain point, like he—he's—he's he's the one that's like trying to to build the system. He's the one that's like trying to get buy-in. He's the one that's giving the message. But like, mm-hmm. you can't force people to to do anything.
1: I agree, but I don't think anybody is absolved of blame when it, when it comes to losing as Fair a enough. team. You, everybody gets a piece. If everybody gets a piece when you win, everybody gets a piece when you lose. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. I'm I'm done. I
1: okay. Fair I enough. Got. Fair enough. He's I, done. I'm done. He's am done. He's finished. You uh, want to throw, throw that one more? You could. Yeah, I do. Okay.
0: Um, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, all kinds of opinions are always welcome, even after a tough loss like that. All of them, guys. Group therapy needed yes needed on nights like this for us in bulls nation yes thank you man. can always follow us on twitter bulls underscore peck bow b-a-w-l sports will wow. underscore gottlieb at joey spathis our great producer yes uh underscore bulls hit that thumbs up before you head out of here please and thank you really helps us out a lot um and check out all of our wonderful friends and sponsors who we told you about on tonight's show ricardo promo code chgo all over the place and keep your
3: eyes open for announcement from us tomorrow morning
0: big announcement dropping tomorrow 10 a.m. Chicago time, I believe.
3: Love like you too, Scott.
0: Um, and uh, yeah, thank you. Y'all, we are off tomorrow. Pause are the Bulls. We will be back for pregame before yeah. Bulls Magic Friday night to lead y'all into your weekend. Fast us.
3: The... Guys, if you need a new basketball team, by the way, uh, Texas Longhorns are beating Gonzaga by 25. So mm. um, I'm an that fan, so I'm Go good. Go check it out. Hook them <laughs> horns, yeah. <hey. laughs>
0: I'm well, enjoying. you know, just we had some sad Will, Bulls fans tonight. Big Dave and our guy Mark Down Under. I'm <laughs> Peck. Appreciate y'all, Bulls Nation. Thank you, Love Wyatt. ya. And we'll talk to you Friday. See you, Red. Be good. Tone. Do better, Bulls. Peace.